Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. This is Johnny Tan, author of From My Mama's Kitchen, Food for the Soul, Recipes for Living. Welcome to my weekly From My Mama's Kitchen Talk Radio. Happy Valentine's Day to everyone. My guest this morning is Tia Lin. She is an American fashion designer and a two-time winner of the Couture's International Lingerie Award for the Best Plus Size Collection And in 2016, Tia was recognized as the Designer of the Year for Full-Figured Fashion Week by Gwen DeVoe and the Plus Size Community. Tia's lingerie of plus size design has been featured in Glamour Magazine, The Daily Venus Diva, and E! News. Tia and I will be discussing her life's journey, the fashion industry, and Valentine's Day. I'm so excited to have Tia with me this morning. Good morning, Tia. Happy Valentine's Day to you, and welcome to From My Mama's Kitchen Talk Radio. Good morning, Johnny. Thank you so much for having me, and happy Valentine's Day to everyone. Fantastic. It is a pleasure to have you on there with me. I'm looking forward for some sexy talk on Valentine's Day and learning more about the fashion industry. But first, congratulations on being recognized as the designer of the year. So tell us a little bit about that, please. Oh, thank you so much. It was a huge honor for me as a designer. My collection is shown during Fashion Week in New York City, and the honor of being awarded Designer of the Year by Gwen DeVoe was a really big deal, especially because my my collection was shown on the runway with just my size and Ashley Stewart and Lane mm-hmm. Bryant, several brands that I've always looked up to. Well, fantastic. So why don't we start in getting to know you a little bit better? Please give us a quick walk through your life from childhood to the present moment. One thing that most people don't know about me is Mm -hmm. that I'm legally blind. I am so nearsighted that I see things almost like on a microscopic level, which Mm -hmm. really has been a huge influence in my life. I didn't have my first pair of glasses until I was eight years old. And I remember vividly going outside with my mom and looking up at the trees and seeing leaves for the first time. I truly thought that trees were like clouds and they rained leaves. And this was a huge defining moment for me. It was a time that I realized the whole world was about to change for me. And I I believe that I've never really looked back. Um, My sense of boundaries are different from others, and I Mm -hmm, have mm -hmm. a very different sense of of detail, and I'm drawn to everything intricate. Um, Moving forward, Mm -hmm, I, mm -hmm. I went to school for fashion design at the University of Wisconsin and then went on to FIT in New York, um, and really, from there on, I, I enjoyed a wonderful career designing for a lot of big labels, including Jackie and Klein and Holston. Um, in private label, I've designed for Victoria's Secret and really all of the majors. It's been a wonderful, wonderful career. You were literally legally blind in this case. And when you were growing up, 
what are the things that you were focusing on as far as wardrobe is concerned? I mean, I'm sure you were like everyone else, even guys, I think we're concerned about what we wear when we're growing up. And a lot of times our moms are trying to get us to do something and this and that, and we have our favorite piece of clothing. So what's yours? My favorite piece of clothing is definitely dresses. I enjoy <laughs> wearing dresses and that, that feel of just, mm-hmm. I, I always feel like I can twirl and make a day wonderful. Growing mm-hmm. up, I come from mm-hmm. a really big family, so my wardrobe really consisted of hand-me-downs, which to many <laughs> might think, oh, that's not so great. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> However, yeah. However, yeah. for me, it was pretty fun. I, I looked up to my cousins. I couldn't wait to wear the clothes that they wore, mm-hmm. and I changed and altered them. So mm-hmm. my sewing mm-hmm. and design career really started with altering different styles to make them fit me. Who got you started in terms of learning how to sew? Well, my mother has a story, and she has saved scraps <laughs> that have my first stitches on them from when I was three years old. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. I think part of that is really, you know, because I'm so nearsighted that I was very drawn to anything I could do up close and detail-minded. Mm-hmm. And from there, my grandmother's, both of them, Um, were avid seamstress and very crafty and really um, excellent in the arts. One did Mm -hmm. a lot of painting and the other um, was a journalist. And between the two of them, it, it was almost like a competition between them. One taught me to sew, the next one taught me to knit. The next one showed me how to weave, the next one showed me how to draw. And it was quite wonderful for me as a kid. Uh, But I really enjoyed spending time with both of them and experiencing the, you know, the heirloom quality Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. learning and and that passing of information was very special and still very dear to me. Very interesting. So when did you kind of realize that you have this interest in being fashionable? I think that it was really right from the beginning. I didn't ever mm-hmm. think anything else. You know, Johnny, I, I love colors and prints and mm-hmm. fabrics mm-hmm. and sewing and uh, love to draw. And I would spend endless hours um, flipping through fashion magazines growing up. Did you have some favorite designers that you kind of followed, so to speak? Oh, absolutely. My true favorite is Betsy Johnson. Who doesn't love a woman who does a cartwheel at the end of the runway, right? (laughs) And I was lucky enough to meet her um, a couple Ah, of times, actually. We, early in my career as a designer in New York, um, I, my favorite lace company was also her favorite. And every once in a while, I get to run into her at the showroom. And she was always very kind and Mm -hmm. took a minute to, you know, a few minutes to say hello to everyone. One of the things that I think is exciting, I'm glad that I've met you at a function in New York City. And I guess I'm glad that we decided to have you to come on my radio show before you became Designer of the Year. (laughs) (laughs) You're just a wonderful person. It was a pleasure spending a few days with you and meeting and visiting and so forth. So that was a wonderful, wonderful time that I had in New York with you and a few other people as well. 
it was a wonderful experience. I agree. And meeting you was truly a highlight. We were, after all, the only people that wore red every day for three days. There you go. Right? There you go. Right. <laughs> and, and hey, you know, Valentine's Day, I've got my red on, so... <laughs> So it's just fits so do just I. nicely. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's the perfect outfit for Valentine's Day. There and you go. I would it's recommend true. that everybody, everybody mm. should be wearing red underwear today. And the perfect outfit <laughs> is definitely the heart-shaped box of chocolates. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That, that's that's the perfect outfit right there. That's good. <laughs> I think one of the reasons why we connect is because you have a, wonderful sense of humor because I look at life as something fun. I mean, in essence, life is kind of serious. So you like to look for something fun out of it as well so that you have this nice, wonderful balancing act. I completely agree. I love that I'm designing underwear rather than something really serious. (laughs) That's very interesting. It's as simple as it gets. Very, very interesting. Besides. I feel like it's band camp every day. My underwear all mm-hmm. say my name in them. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool, right? <laughs> yep, yep. That's it. You see, that's one of the things that's very interesting. And I say this respectfully. I think that's very bold and gutsy of you to put your name on it. And I think when you do that in anything that you do, it really, what I'm trying to say is that idea of like, hey, what you get is my very best and I gave it everything I have. And that's tremendous from a standpoint of really taking ownership of your design. Thank you. And that is exactly what it is. You put your full heart into it Mm -hmm. when it Mm -hmm. has your namesake label. And I always design thinking of the women that, that wear my designs. My goal is to make something very affordable, yet designer chic, soft Mm -hmm. as can be. Mm -hmm. And I want for every woman to feel pretty when she wears my Mm -hmm. lingerie. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. How did your family life influence your fashionista behavior when you were growing up? Were they really helping you in terms of supporting you with your fashionista tendencies? How did that develop and grow over a period of time? My family was very supportive, um, especially my grandmothers and my Mm -hmm. mother as well, uh, in in helping to draw out, you know, the different things that interested me, you know, such as sewing and drawing. And yet, at the same time, there's that flip side. Nobody ever thought it was going to be a career Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. that it was possible for a girl from Wisconsin to become a designer in New York. Right, right. It it really wasn't until much later. Um, I, I went to school at the UW thinking mm-hmm. I'll be an international business major, mm-hmm. and I took a few sewing classes to work on my GPA, and voila, the opportunity was there. It it was very surprising to me, and yet it was so humbling because I was making right. wedding dresses to get myself through school. <laughs> mm-hmm. One of the things that attracted me to you in terms of your story and so forth when we met in New York is the fact that these are the things that sometimes we don't think about, especially in the very competitive nature of fashion designing, whether you got to be in New York or pretty much LA 
And here you are from Wisconsin, wonderful state, by the way, don't get me wrong. And I'm always pulling for the Badgers out there whenever they play football. So (laughs) (laughs) come to think of it, they have red on all the time. You must have influenced them in some ways because they have red all the time. (laughs) I don't own a cheese hat. Everybody. Uh, (laughs) That's the only thing you don't own, right? (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't. I don't have one. I I can't Uh, quite do that. (laughs) uh uh Maybe someday. (laughs) <laughs> but the interesting thing about it is that in meeting you, you're extremely personable, extremely approachable, and just a wonderful person overall. And so it's quite interesting for you to be in some ways a role model for other people to think about. You can follow your dreams and you're passionate about it. You put it your all into something that you really like. And in this particular case, obviously, you loved what you do and so forth. What was the first outfit that you designed? I think the first one that stands out to me the most mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. would be the outfit that I designed for um, the, my senior thesis at the Fashion Institute of Technology. Mm-hmm. It was an embroidered ribbon bustier with pintucks, and mm-hmm. I had flowy pleated pants and a, a robe with smocking and little beads in a lovely shade of silver with lilacs. It was, it was really intricate, and one of the first things that I had made for the runway, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I was one of the first designers even in the school to push to have a fuller figured model mm-hmm. which they mm-hmm. allowed me to have one at size 10 I was really going for curvy but 10 was the most yeah. they'd let me have at that time really people like me this is interesting I'm sure you do a lot of radio shows and tv shows and you have female hosts and here you have this guy asking you all these questions I feel like it's kind of funny because I need to be educated as well about all this, and we'll go into a little greater detail. But let me answer this. How do we break down in terms of sizes? That's one question. But the most important thing, I think, a lot of fashion designers, at least my perception is from the standpoint of, I design stuff because I don't see anything out there that I like. And so I'm designing things that I want to wear, and then hopefully other people like it as well. And before you know it, that's my line. Fashion has definitely been evolving. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it always does. And there's mm-hmm. a little bit of chaos to it as well. Mm-hmm. I found starting out when I went to school, I thought I was going to be a wedding dress designer when I went to FIT. And then I stumbled into this little boutique in New York City um, mm-hmm. named La Petite Croquette. It's still there. Mm-hmm. When I walked in and looked around, I, I was awestruck. Everything was so beautiful. Little bows, beautiful lace. It it was the most gorgeous thing after another, one after another. And yet, as I looked around, there was not a single thing in there that would fit me. Mm-hmm. At the mm-hmm. time, I was a size 14, 16, which is really the mm-hmm. average size of an American woman today. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then, I, as I looked at everything, I thought to myself, I don't 
think that anyone in my family could wear any of these things. And I thought about them. And I thought mm-hmm. about my friends. And I remember thinking to myself, who can wear this? Is this like 5% of the population <laughs> that gets to wear beautiful, pretty things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that was very eye-opening for me. I, I ended up changing my major at that time. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. were very few people interested in intimate apparel, so I, the line was short. That was kind of exciting, too. Mm-hmm. And I haven't looked back. Um, it's been one of the greatest challenges I've had in the industry has been to really help buyers and consumers see that there really isn't a plus size. It's just a little extra here and there. It's all about realizing that size is not a negative thing. It's Mm -hmm. how we are just various, and it's completely normal. That's very interesting, very, very interesting. That probably is the epiphany that you were looking for in terms of just getting you in a much more focused direction in where you're going. Definitely. And I think, too, that um, really having an outward focus has Mm -hmm. been huge Mm -hmm. in my career. Um, Always looking to enhance, uh, you know, other people's lives. And that... That's the part that makes it so enriching. Very interesting. How did you come up with the various designs? I normally start with the wishes and desires of my customers. I own a boutique in Madison, Wisconsin, and I spend a few hours a day in the dressing room with my customers. What I learn from them in those little blue boxes is amazing. The dressing room is a place where where women really start to talk about what it is that they desire, what they hope for, what they dream of. Most customers that come to my store are on a path of self-wellness, and they're taking care of themselves and taking steps to make sure that the person that they love feels special. I listen to them, and they really inspire me. Very interesting. Was the fashion industry welcoming to a new designer? Yes and no. The lingerie industry didn't have very many brands at the time that I entered. And when I entered, I spent my first 12 years working for other brands and, Mm -hmm. you know, big, big box store brands primarily. So they were excited to have someone young designing something fresh. It had become very stale as I had entered. So that was really, really lucky for me. And the part that was difficult was helping, you know, a little bit, little bit pushing to see stores carry even an extra large. And then, you know, I would ask, is it possible that you'd try a size two? Mm-hmm. And then slowly, and, and I mean really slowly, it It was probably not until my sixth or seventh year as a designer that that stores started to carry um, just small amounts of garments in extended sizes to meet the population. Mm -hmm. And it took off. It was exciting to be a part of that. It was great to see women to start to celebrate their size and know that it's lingerie it's for women Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. truly for 
you know, helping you to feel your best, look your best, and it's all sexy. <laughs> so true. By the way, you're listening to From My Mama's Kitchen Talk Radio. I am Johnny Tan, your host, and my guest is Tia Lin. She's an American fashion designer and a two-time winner of Couture's International Lingerie Award for the Best Plus Size Collection. In 2016, Tia was recognized as the Designer of the Year for Full Figured Fashion Week by Gwen DeVoe and the Plus Size Community. When did you know you had made it as a designer? <laughs> you know, the funny <laughs> thing is, I think that a career or anything that you do, mm-hmm. it's all about the journey, right? Yeah. I don't know yeah. that you ever make it. You okay. know, I, I make lingerie and I make underwear and the journey has been exciting and exhilarating. Yet it's it's a journey, you know, you have to stand up, mm-hmm. you have your ups and downs. And that that is really really the key and I don't know that there is an arrival. Mhm. You know, so to speak, I'm mm-hmm. grateful that I get to do what I do and that that people enjoy the products that I design. Very interesting. But don't you feel like there was some sort of connection in terms like, hey, I was here at one time and now I'm starting to really step up on the stairs and your life experiences have changed over the many years and the people that you start seeing changes around you. Does that make an impact in your life in so many ways? For sure. And there there are some fun moments. You know, I think mm-hmm. back, I my second job um, in New York was on Madison Avenue. Mm-hmm. And I had taken a cute little apartment on Madison Street in Hoboken. And I was so excited because... I had a little office with a window, and then later that week, I found out that they had cleaned out the broom closet, and that was my office. <laughs> mm. So it was, you know, I thought, wow, I made it. I have a window. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yet, mm-hmm. it was a broom closet, and you could barely <laughs> turn around in it. And that didn't matter to me at all. It was still the excitement of getting to do what I really love to do, and then Jumping forward to, you know, winning different awards and being recognized in the industry, that's been really, really encouraging. I've loved meeting the other designers that are in my industry as well, and Mm -hmm. um, that's fun. And as time goes on, it it just becomes more and more exciting, and it builds. Very interesting. I'm not even sure what's next. This is a silly question from a guy. Why are lingeries expensive? After all, they only use like maybe what, half a yard of cloth to do it? <laughs> I'm being cynical. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you're only looking at expensive lingerie. So that's. that's <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Expensive lingerie out there. Probably uh-huh. not the best pick for Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Although, you know, some of it's made for five minutes, Johnny, and others is made to be something that you cherish and, and build memories on. 
Mm -hmm. There's something very fun and alluring about wearing a lace camisole and having a matching pair of panties and Mm -hmm. wearing it all Mm -hmm. day underneath your cardigan, and then it happens to be your date night outfit. And then every time you wear that camisole again, you know, somebody knows that you're wearing the matching panties, or at least they're hoping that you are. Ah, I see. I see. So it's it's really about Mm -hmm. celebrating, you know, a relationship and presenting yourself and showing your significant other that you Mm -hmm. care enough to dress in something special just for them. Okay. I buy that. So let me answer this. Which is more important, color or material? Ooh, that is a good question. I think it's a little of both. Mm -hmm. We are all drawn to color first, and we all have our favorites and things that we look our best in. So I think that color is really key. Yet, if it's not a, a beautiful quality fabric, you won't get the true value out of the item. Lingerie Mm -hmm. is really best when you invest a little bit in it. And Mm -hmm. that's, that's really because the materials are so luxurious and wonderful and soft Mm -hmm. to the skin. Mm -hmm. You can, you can have pieces in your top drawer for many years if you hand wash, especially. Mm -hmm. People often don't think about it. However, lingerie is very much an engineered product. And that's one of the reasons it's a little bit more expensive. Your bras need to hold you up. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's way better right. than having the weight right. of the world on your back. You right. know? So there's some engineering right. there. And, you know, you're, you want your panties to be comfortable and not move on you all day. And you also don't want them to make any dents. So there are lots of things that women think about when picking their everyday essentials. Yeah. As well as, you know, things for that ta-da moment. Interesting. Very interesting. You mentioned just now how lingeries can help a person's self-esteem. To what point do you think that really kind of exceed beyond the bedroom? Because sometimes we put on a coat of armor that helps us to be out there. And this is something very interesting because you're wearing something underneath you during the day or whatever and go out there and you feel different. Do you feel like your design empowers women from that perspective? I do. I think it's one of the most important things a woman can do. You think mm-hmm. of how beauty comes from within, and I believe right. that a woman should dress from the inside out. Mm-hmm. There is nothing more attractive than confidence. Right. When a woman takes the time to take care of herself and she layers herself into how she's presenting herself to the world in any given day, it shows. There's a special feeling that comes with being put together and taking care of yourself. I think that it's incredibly attractive, very, very sexy, and important for women that are with someone or single. Single women, you want to attract. So oftentimes I hear single women say, oh, well, no one's going to see it. Well, the thing is, it's really about you. 
and taking care. Right. So it's not about anyone else right away. Mm-hmm. That is where the big reveal comes in. That's true. I like what you just said, because that applies to even men. I mean, believe it or not, we have certain things that we wear to kind of give us that edge, so to speak, psychologically. Mm -hmm. A power tie. Right, right. What really gives you that special confidence? And in this case, what you wear underneath is important as well as what you wear outside. So that makes a big difference. Do you wear your own lingerie? I do. And I really do think it's cool that my name is in all my underwear. <laughs> if I could have, if I could go back and tell my five-year-old self uh-huh. that I get to help do mini makeovers with women all day long in the dressing room and design yeah. things that make people feel pretty and mm-hmm. wanted and special, I think I would have done cartwheels like Betsy Johnson. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's, very interesting. it's yeah. really so much fun. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think it's important to wear things that you design and to test it and know, know right. how the quality holds up and how long things last and how they launder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, um, it's a part of the experience. So I do wear my lingerie and I wear a lot of different brands. Um, mm-hmm. One of my favorites for bras happens to be Marley's Decker. Mm-hmm. And I will uh, be meeting her in New York next month. Mm-hmm. So it's, mm-hmm. it's fun to support my friends too. <laughs> Can you describe <laughs> the Tia Lynn look? Sure. It is a true lifestyle brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, to understand the look, you first have to think of who it's really for. My mm-hmm. customers are those that have had a sandwich or a baby. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily the teenager shopping at the mall store. Mm-hmm. So my styles are all designed for a fuller bust and a curvy hip, whether it's in a size small or if you're in a size three. Mm-hmm. I don't have any X's in my collection. It goes small, medium, large, one, two, three, because let's face it, nobody should sleep with their X. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the Tia Lynn look is mm-hmm. very uplifting. A lot of the styles have bralettes in them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Many of the camisoles can be worn um, layered into your everyday clothing, which makes mm-hmm. it kind of fun. And then... Um, there are many sexy styles, um, styles mm-hmm. that have garters on them so that you can wear thigh highs and have that ta-da moment. And yet there's really cozy, comfy pajamas. One thing that's really consistent through the collection is lace. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. lace. So I do several um, designs myself and mm-hmm. have them made specially for the brand. And over the years, we do different colors, and it, it, it becomes somewhat of a signature for the brand. Very interesting. What is sexy now? It's confidence, always confidence. <laughs> and, then, and then, Johnny, you and I, we're sexy because we're wearing red. <laughs> there you go. Color, color. <laughs> Absolutely. Color is fun. You know, and... If you, if you feel like you can't afford something really, you know, extravagant, mm-hmm. buy black. 
The least mm-hmm. expensive lingerie in black is still really, really sexy. If you buy, yeah, yeah, and it, it, huh. it's it's wonderful because in your candlelight, mm-hmm. you still have some contrast, and it's it can be very very alluring. Mm-hmm. Black is kind of edgy in lingerie, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I would say that you know if if you think it's going to be just an outfit for once. Definitely go yeah. with a dark color. Mm-hmm. You know, if if you're making an, an investment, I would go with a color that you look great in in the evening and in the morning. So mm-hmm. personally, I really love mid-tones, bright colors, happy colors that are chill, just cheerful in the mm-hmm. morning. Okay. Well, let me you ask know, you this. It's nice when you're intimate. Yeah. Okay. What color will be considered as naughty then? Definitely, it's a tie between black and red, don't you think? <laughs> it's definitely a tie. <laughs> it's a tie between black and, and red. I would, okay. throw, I would throw animal prints in that too. <laughs> oh, okay. I know you like animal yeah, prints. So. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Okay. I do. Okay. All right. That gives you the extra, like you were talking about, the extra. Mm. Very interesting. And it's fun. Yes, yes. You hear the key word there, though, because I think you got to wear something that makes you feel lighthearted, fun, uplifted whenever you choose something of this nature. Yeah. Very interesting. Well, and when selecting things for, Mm -hmm. you know, a special weekend or... You know, for a holiday like today, mm-hmm. I think it's important that you're true to yourself and your own true style. Yeah. Because the reality is, if you put on a pair of shoes, high heels that you wore for a wedding and then they hurt your feet, for lingerie, <laughs> you only need five minutes for a ta-da. So those shoes are perfect right, for today. Right, right, right. Just saying. And then you hold that box of chocolates and nothing else. You're going to have a very happy partner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, lingerie is like jewelry mm-hmm. to the body. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just that little something extra. Very interesting. Is lingerie ageless? People come up to me and say, you know, you don't dress your age. And I was like, okay, am I supposed to buy a book at a certain age? Well, guess what, Johnny? You are this age, so you've got to wear this. And so my question from that perspective, I wear what I feel like wearing and what makes me feel good. So from a lingerie perspective, is there certain things like, oh, my God, I'm at this age, i got to wear this, or I can't wear that anymore. So is it wide open? I am so in agreement with you. I think that the one place that we never age is our bedroom. Mm-hmm. And our lover loves us just as we are. So you can wear anything, absolutely anything. There are no rules when it comes to your intimacy with your partner that you're mm-hmm. not the one that makes. <laughs> so the more free you are, the better. The more time you have together, you'll enjoy Um Sometimes people get caught up thinking that the fashion rules apply to lingerie, and they do for the lingerie that you wear during the day that support the rest of your outfit. Right. However, when it comes to intimacy, 
It's mm-hmm. the opposite. The woman who, you know, thinks, oh, my hips are so big. Well, mm-hmm. the person that's attracted to you really loves your big hips, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's one of the things mm-hmm. that makes you special, if, if that's right. what it is. So I think dressing for intimacy is the exact opposite of what the fashion rules are. Why not enhance those hips? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And celebrate who you are and enjoy your curves. I think that's the key. Are there any key styles that every woman should have in their lingerie wardrobe collection? For sure. Robes are wonderful. I think mm-hmm. it's wonderful to have a satin robe that you can throw on while you're putting on your makeup and wear over your other lingerie to just Give the hint that this is a good, good time mm-hmm. to uh, notice me, and you can always mm-hmm. kind of make it's fun to make breakfast in the morning with your cute little robe on and mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. slippers and curlers if you have them. I mean, you can go retro. <laughs> or, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a fun little day. Yeah, so yeah. why not enjoy just the simple luxuries? I think that... I think that intimate apparel, you know, something as wonderful as a slip mm-hmm. is such an easy piece, and every woman should have a light-colored one and a dark-colored one so mm-hmm. that your dresses aren't transparent and they're not clinging to you, and then you're discovered wearing something beautiful underneath, mm-hmm. you know, and it's that layering that is intriguing to others. And yet you can sleep in it and do your tadapos. So I think it's important to have a few things, you know, from yesteryear, so to speak. Yeah, um, yeah. Things that you don't hear about that often. You know, your grandmother's slip. It's mm-hmm. a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's time to kind of think about what your version's going to be. Very interesting. You're listening to From My Mama's Kitchen Talk Radio. My guest is Tia Lynn. She is an American fashion designer and a two-time winner of Couture's International Lingerie Award for the best plus size collection. In 2016, Tia was recognized as the designer of the year for Full Figured Fashion Week by Gwen DeVoe and the plus size community. I'm your host, Johnny Tan. By the way, Tia, do you have advice for men in choosing the right lingerie for their sweethearts? Yes, this is such a hot topic. And I ask <laughs> this all the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you have time, right, then the mm-hmm. thing to do is to give a gift card for a local store that sells lingerie in your area. Do support Main Street small business. Mm-hmm. That gives the gift of her shopping, and then she knows that it's going to fit. Okay. However, if you want to make the selection yourself, mm-hmm. The key thing that you could do is use your cell phone and go check out her top drawer. Take a photo of the inside label of her, the bra that fits her the best. Mm -hmm, Maybe mm -hmm. take a photo of a dress that she wears often that you know she likes Mm -hmm. and take a photo of the size of that. And then Mm -hmm. if you have um, a photo of her Mm -hmm. and preferably one where she's standing next to you, any boutique owner would be able to judge from 
comparing her to you, approximately what size she is Ah, with those few indicators. And Mm -hmm, then, mm -hmm. based off of the style of a dress or other photos you may have of your your lovely one, Mm -hmm. I think that they'd be able to help guide you into finding things that really suit her figure (laughs) and her style. Very interesting. And that way you can stay out of the hot kitchen, right? (laughs) (laughs) See, we guys are simple. You know, less is more. (laughs) Absolutely. You know, most men that walk into my store say, my wife has a bra on hold that she likes. There are a few on her wish list. Which one matches a thong? That's always the question. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, is there a thong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely the less is more. <laughs> and there's there are some wonderful ones out there that are made with stretch lace and they fit most everyone, so check those mm-hmm. out. Very interesting. Were there any craziest moments and unexpected experiences that you had while at Fashion Week? Oh, there are always so many. Fashion is truly chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to just kind of roll with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that in itself can be kind of fun. At the last uh, runway segment that that I was at, mm-hmm. they played my music for Just My Size. And so they played Just My Size, their music mm-hmm. um, for my brand, which mm-hmm. I thought, oh, no, is it really a fit? Because the song they played was I Am a Cheerleader you know, the one, mm, mm-hmm. and I thought, oh, I kind of cringed inside, and I thought, oh, is that really, you know, it wasn't what I had planned, and then yeah. a second later, the crowd was singing along to it, <laughs> I thought, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay, there's always a mishap here and there, and it just makes for a good story, right? Yeah, so true. Where can someone go to get more information about you and buy your collection and keep up with your latest happenings? I highly recommend supporting, you know, again, your Main Street boutique Mm -hmm. in your town. Mm -hmm. And most often you can find my brand there. If not, they will will probably even get it in for you. Um, Mm -hmm. It's the brand is very accessible with uh, 250 boutiques here in the U.S. And we also have um, a TLN website, and your viewers mm-hmm. are all welcome to enjoy a 10% discount by using the code SEXY. <laughs> and it's T-I-A-L-Y-N.com, and I have that active for all of your listeners today. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. That sounds good. What do you have in terms of like when you design these outfits? You have obviously certain things in mind. What fascinates me is like every year a designer comes up with new designs. So how does that work from a designer's perspective? Like what's in, what's out, or is that always going to be like once you got it out there, it's always going to be something that people want in perpetuity? You know, that's the thing that is the most fun and the thing that we look forward to as designers, you know, getting to create that next style. And um, mm-hmm. with my own brand, it's a very small brand, and mm-hmm. it's a huge investment to make a new collection or grouping. So I put 
an exorbitant amount of time into pining away for what that next one will be. Mm -hmm. And there are so many ideas that you brainstorm and and you keep just narrowing, narrowing um, your selection as you, Mm -hmm. as you kind of develop different ideas. I like to get the ideas um, from my customers right here in the store. We do silly things like I hung up eight shades of red to see which one everyone liked the best. And I do things like that to kind mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. see where people want, you know, and I, I want to know what, yeah. what women are really hungry for. And sometimes it's that they want a pair of pajamas that that has a little bit of a built-in um, support for their bust mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. when they're downstairs making breakfast, they're not embarrassed in front of their teenage son. Mm-hmm. And yet mm-hmm. they want to be sexy for their husband. So right. I'm always listening to those kinds of stories and looking to design something that's not only beautiful but highly functional in a woman's life. That's very interesting. That comes back to the concept of them thinking and loving their bodies so that they feel good about what they want to wear. Yes. You know, all women, and I think men too, we can all Mm -hmm. think back to, you know, oh, my body was perfect when when I was 20, right? Right. Nobody thought so back then. None of us did. Right. We didn't even have a clue what aging was. And yet the you know, God definitely made us perfect at every age, right? Aging is a part of the process mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of living. So the real key to embracing yourself is to just simply accept that you are as exactly as you're supposed to be right now. And you don't want to wait until you're 90 to look back and think, oh, when I was in my 50s, Mm -hmm, I looked mm -hmm. great. Mm -hmm. Now, enjoy it now. That's one of the most important things I think you can do for yourself and the one that you're with. Do you feel that your style has changed since when you first started designing lingeries? Do you feel like the material you use have changed, obviously, because it's based on trends. But in terms of your personal concept, because you're extremely creative, and I say this lightly in the sense, like for authors, we kind of daydream a whole lot, kind of have a picture in our mind. Do you go through that process yourself? Yes. And it evolves in a way that some things are consistent, You know, in that I'm always thinking of exactly who my customer is and what she wants. The key thing is she changes what she wants at the same time that the trends are evolving around. Right now, strappy is super it. So there's a lot of styles that have straps that go all over the place, you know, in the neckline and on shoulders. And there are... Yet fabrics and things that have evolved so much, you know, when you think about the fabric qualities of the 70s and the 80s compared to what we have now, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. The industry has really developed so many different types of yarns and different elastins as well as easy care products. Mm -hmm. 
you know, there mm-hmm. I use this Italian stretch satin that is made of a polyamide with lycra, and it's machine mm-hmm. washable, yet it feels and looks like silk. And yet nobody had to, you know, peel apart a, a, right. a cacoon, right? Right. <laughs> you Interesting. Know, things yeah. are, be- you know, you know, we're losing some of our old world technology as mm-hmm, new things mm-hmm. come in. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know, silk is an amazing, luxurious fabric. Right. However, this is a little bit easier for our environment and lasts longer. And it's you know made for the modern, the modern woman who doesn't really have time to take her lingerie to the dry cleaner. So true. Well, Valentine's Day mm-hmm. is today, and there's no time to shop online. So what should the ladies do? I think that they should do their ta-da moments in mm-hmm. anything that's special between them and their spouse or their loved one, mm-hmm. and have a wonderful, wonderful night. Then I think that what they should really, really do is start to plan some special events for a year. Women love making lists and to-do lists and (laughs) scheduling and planning. We're really good at that. And Mm -hmm. the intimacy should be at top of the list, right? Mm -hmm. It's pretty Mm -hmm. important. Mm -hmm. So this is a wonderful time to make plans, And tonight over dinner, it would be fantastic if the conversation was all about what are we going to do this year special for us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And talk about your heart's desires. Very interesting. I love that advice. No doubt about that. What advice do you have for aspiring designers? The most important thing for an young designer is to find what is in her heart and to be authentic to it. Mm-hmm. To always be honest. That is by far the most important thing. There there were times in my career that I was asked to lie to a customer about a color mm-hmm. or to say I thought something was good when it wasn't. And those were defining moments for me as a designer. I refused. There's always a way to say, this isn't the blue I planned for. However, it looks pretty good, doesn't it? There's always a way. So I think that my advice is really to choose your words carefully Mm -hmm. and to Always represent yourself and your brand in an honest way. Wonderful advice. What can we expect from you in 2017? I think this is going to be a pretty sexy year. (laughs) I'm looking forward to having more, you know, I'm looking forward Mm -hmm. to showcasing lots of different body types on the New York Uh runways. Yeah. Um, And, you know, the adventure for me is really just growing in leaps and bounds. I'm hoping to work a little bit more closely on a couple of different book ideas that Mm -hmm. are in the works. Mm -hmm. 
the most exciting thing that I want to do this year is take a step back and inspire others and spend a little bit more time with the people that have supported me for so long. Wonderful. That sounds so like this, a plan. This is a year of mentoring for me. Wonderful. That's fantastic. One last question about design. Which is sexier, one piece or two piece? Ooh, well, I'm a little biased. I like two pieces. <laughs> I think. You know, okay. however, you mm-hmm. know, if you're thinking a teddy, teddies mm-hmm. are pretty fun and classic. It's just they're very difficult to get in and out of. <laughs> so, that's that's where that that trick comes in. I mm-hmm. think that a chemise or a slip or even a baby yeah. doll is like a baby doll is a two piece, but it's super fun and flirty, mm-hmm. and everyone mm-hmm. looks cute in a cute little a line swingy flirty baby doll. <laughs> you could tie a ribbon around your waist and say that I'm the present today. And again, Uh you are going to have a happy partner. (laughs) I bet. (laughs) (laughs) But we'll be coming close to the end of the hour since our show is about people, family, and living life. What would you like to share as a recipe for living with our listeners this morning? Wow. Well, thinking about the recipe. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to go back to, I think the most important thing one can do is really love themselves, take care of themselves, Mm -hmm. and enjoy the amazing body that we've been given. It's it's the most miraculous thing you'll ever own when you really think about it. And taking care of it and celebrating it and sharing it with others, um, whether it's a hug or intimacy, it's it is your life and it's such a great gift so my my word is really to take care mm-hmm. and celebrate every curve fantastic that's a wonderful recipe for living and actually it's kind of sexy in so many ways so i like that mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tia. Thank you for the wonderful recipe for living and for spending this hour with me from my Mama's Kitchen Talk Radio. To all our listeners, please join me in two weeks, February the 28th. My guest will be Amy Newbach, the publisher and editor-in-chief for Chicken Soup for the Soul. Amy and I will be discussing Chicken Soup's latest release, Random Acts of Kindness, 101 Stories of Compassion and Paying It Forward. For additional information about this show and future shows, please go to fmmktalkradio.com. Thank you for listening and have a blessed week. Happy Valentine's Day to everyone again. And Tia, it has been a true pleasure, wonderful conversation, and it was sexy and wonderful. Thank you again and have a blessed day and happy Valentine's Day to you. Thank you so much, Shani, and you have a happy Valentine's Day too. Thank you. Bye-bye.